0: Monday, December 14th, 2020. If you haven't checked out the previous episode, number 28, called Breaking Social Narratives, please go check that out. I think it is an important discussion to have. I cover a social media account that pushes dangerous eating habits, in my opinion, and I kind of break that down and just discuss my thoughts On the topic and there will be more installments of the breaking social narratives episodes going forward uh, as I find more and more accounts and more content that I believe to be toxic for the health community also Andrew my brother and my client uh, some of you may be wondering what happened to his weight loss journey And we have not strayed away. We took a small break for some vacation stuff that we did a few months back. But the initial start of his journey was really to get him mentally moving forward. And we accomplished that. And we are going into the next phase of his weight loss journey. So we're working out the details on how we are going to document that but it is still going on he's actually lost a little bit of weight we weighed him in for the first time two weeks ago and weighed him in for the second time last week and he dropped i believe 1.8 pounds 1.4 pounds so uh, we're making small progress but progress nonetheless so be on the lookout for future updates on his journey. And as always, please reach out if you need somebody to talk to, if you need some help, if you need advice, uh, if you just need a friend, um, message me on any of my social media platforms. Email me at fitnessforeveryperson at gmail.com. And don't forget to save my coaching number in your phone, 832-409-0996. You can have a free personal coach at your fingertips at all times at all times you have questions you need a little bit of motivation text that number the avidity fitness podcast (laughs) lies and deception It's something that all humans have to deal with. But you expect it from people that aren't professional. You expect it from people that don't hold important titles and important job positions. You never expect it from Harvard medical scientists. But does it happen? science can be very corporatized and very misleading and going through this article we find that out it's an article that i've posted on my social medias before a couple of times i'm sure in the past because it's a very eye-opening article on how the leadership in this country can fail us at times. So let's get into it. And of course, I'll have the article link posted in the show notes so you can go through the article and read it in depth because even though I got a lot of information here, I still just cherry-picked through the article so we could get the overall understanding as quick as we could. Not that I'm in a rush, but... Yeah, I just trimmed the fat, if you will. In the 1960s, the sugar industry funded research that downplayed the risk of sugar and highlighted the hazards of fat. According to a newly published article in JAMA Internal Medicine, J-A-M-A Internal Medicine, and those guys do really good work over there. It's a monthly open access medical journal published by the American Medical Association covering all aspects of biomedical sciences. Um, they they have amazing stuff over there. Uh, the in, in the article we're talking about in JAMA Internal Medicine, uh, it draws on internal documents to show that an industry group called The Sugar Research Foundation wanted to refute concerns about sugar's possible role in heart disease. The SRF then sponsored research by Harvard scientists that did just that. So it's saying that they found these people that work for uh, JAMA Internal Medicine. They found um, documents that show an industry by the name of the Sugar Research Foundation wanted to refute the public's concerns about sugar possibly messing up your heart's health, and so the Sugar Research Foundation sponsored research by Harvard scientists that did exactly that. The sugar-funded project in question was a literature review examining a variety of studies and experiments. It suggested that There were major problems with all the studies that implicated sugar and concluded that cutting fat out of American diets was the best way to address coronary heart disease. The authors of the new article say that for the past five decades, the sugar industry has been attempting to influence the scientific debate over the relative risk of sugar and fat. Quote, it was a very smart thing the sugar industry did. Because review papers, especially if you get them published in a very prominent journal, tend to shape the overall scientific discussion, co-author Stanton Glantz told the New York Times. And that's true. There's a Joe Rogan podcast episode that I wish I would have looked up so I could reference it better, but he brings in some people that wrote a bunch of fake scientific studies And they were extremely fake about, I think one of them was something like how um, the dog park near his house was uh, like biased against gay dogs or something like that. It was just something crazy. They were being goofy and having fun with it. Nothing was serious. It was all just a joke. And they managed to get it published by some medical journal because they just put some progressive wording in it, and they didn't take the time to actually go through it and they just passed it. So it got published in a medical journal, and it was all just a gag joke. Going back to the article here in the article published Monday, authors Glance, Kristen Kearns, and Laura Schmidt aren't trying to make the case for a link between sugar and coronary diseases. Their interest is in the process. They say. The documents reveal the sugar industry attempting to influence scientific inquiry and debate. So they're not trying to prove that sugar will mess up your heart. Not that they have to. We all kind of know that. But uh, they're just trying to prove that the um, the research that was done wasn't done properly. And was actually uh, really jaded. Not jaded, but it was uh, biased. They did it, you know. They, they paid people to come up with a certain result so there's no evidence that the sugar research foundation directly edited the manuscript published by the harvard scientist in 1967 but there is circumstantial evidence that the interest of the sugar lobby shaped the conclusions of the review for one thing there's motivation and intent in 1954 the researchers note the president of the Sugar Research Foundation gave a speech describing a great business opportunity. Quote, if Americans could be persuaded to eat a lower fat diet for the sake of their health, they would need to replace that fat with something else. America's per capita sugar consumption could go up by a third. So this guy was just trying to sell more sugar. As John Hickson Sugar Research Foundation vice president and director of research put in one document he recommended that the industry fund its own studies quote then we can publish the data and refute our detractors unquote it wound up paying approximately fifty thousand dollars in today's dollars for the research one of the researchers was the chairman of Harvard's public health nutrition department and an ad hoc member of sugar research foundations board huh is that a trustworthy guy he's the chairman of the harvard's public health and nutrition department harvard your whole life my whole life i've always been told that's the epitome of education only the smartest most decorated most you know um put together people go to harvard right and he obviously went Maybe he didn't go to Harvard. I don't know. But he's the chairman of Harvard. He's in a position of leadership for the Harvard's Public Health Nutrition Department. So this guy has a lot of power. When he says things, people listen. But he's taking money. It's a bribe. Anyways, the project wound up taking longer than expected because more and more studies were being released that suggested sugar might be linked to coronary heart disease. But it was finally published in 1967. So they're trying to shift through all these studies and and word them in a way that paints their business in a good light. But more and more studies were coming out to basically tell the opposite tale of what they're trying to say. So the research took way longer because they had to, quote unquote, falsely debunk more studies that were just trying to understand health better to to help the public better and they were doing everything they they could to to detract that hickson was certainly happy with the result quote let me assure you this is quite what we had in mind and we look forward to its appearance in print he told one of the scientists the review minimized the significance of research that suggested sugar could play a role in coronary heart disease. In some cases, the scientists alleged instigator, investigator incompetence or flawed method, methodology. So whenever they would review a study that was linking sugar to bad health and bad heart health in particular, they just brushed it off as investigator incompetence they're saying that oh the person that that was investigating that for that study he's just dumb or flawed methodology oh what he was doing wasn't on harvard standard right they're just they're just shooing everybody to the curb they, they don't want to hear or listen they're just they're just going on with their message and and they're striking everybody down like, they're dumb and they're not they don't have the right tools to come up with the correct answer, right? It goes on to saying, epidemiological studies of sugar consumption, which look at patterns of health and disease in the real world, were dismissed for having too many possible factors getting in the way. Experimental studies were dismissed for being too dissimilar to real life. One study that found a health benefit when people ate less sugar and more vegetables was dismissed because that dietary change was not feasible. Really? 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 And if you think Americans at the time. All these. Uh, th- this research was happening. If you think that we would have seen. The, the, the devil in the details on, on what they were doing to come up with their results. You know we would feel. Like you're a liar, you know, I know I would, I would not believe them. if I, if I could if I knew that this was all of uh, their tactics on coming to their conclusion, then I would stop reading that study and stop listening to those people very quickly because they're just cherry picking. You know, they're trying to it's information biased. They're just trying to block the information that goes against what they're trying to show, and that's it. The Harvard researchers then turned to studies that examined risks of fat, which included the same kind of epidemiological studies that, had dis- that they had dismissed when it came to sugar. So when it's all about the product that they want to sell, they say, no, 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 that, that method isn't good enough. You don't have the right tools. But then when it comes to proving their point, then the same, the same type of studies and the same tools are perfectly acceptable. Citing few study characteristics and no quantitative results. As Kearns, Glantz, and Schmidt put it, they concluded that cutting out fat was no doubt the best dietary intervention to prevent coronary disease. So they just, boom, just came up with the conclusion, just like that. And so after this article from JAMA Internal Medicine was published, Kind of attacking the way that they handled this stuff back in the 60s, Uh, the Sugar Research Foundation responds, quote, we acknowledge that the Sugar Research Foundation should have exercised greater transparency in all of its research activities. However, when the studies in question were published Funding disclosures and transparency standards were not the norm they are today, the association says. So here we are 50 years later, and they're still just sweeping stuff under the rug. They're not actually picking up the dirt. They're not really cleaning up. They're just eh, sweeping it. Maybe maybe people will stop looking at it if I just put it over here. You know, they're not taking any accountability for the, the lying that they did to the American public, which is a problem. It's a problem for me, you know i don't like liars the documents in question are five decades old but the larger issue is of the moment as marion nestle notes in a commentary in the same issue of jama internal medicine quote is it really true that companies deliberately set out to manipulate research in their favor yes it is and the practice continues In 2015, the New York Times obtained emails revealing Coca-Cola's cozy relationships with sponsored researchers who were conducting studies aimed at minimizing the effects of sugary drinks on obesity. Even more recently, the Associated Press obtained emails showing how a candy trade association funded and influenced studies to show that children who eat sweets have healthier body weights than those who do not. So, if you... For one second, think that the people that have a position of power won't want to lie to you for the betterment of their pockets and the betterment of their business and their careers. Think again. This is going on all throughout the health, nutrition, food industry, the fitness industry, every industry, I'm sure. But when it comes to Something as important as health This is Absolutely Treasonous In my opinion Um, I think That it's just as bad As Telling somebody to kill themselves It's the same thing You know they're tricking The public scientifically Into doing something That is absolutely Horrific for their health we all know how bad sugar can be. It's it's a drug. It will get you hooked. It will mess you up really bad. Honestly, um, you know, obviously, it can be consumed in uh, you know scarce scarce amounts of consumption right like I'm just trying to think of a way to, to put it like sugar won't kill you if you eat a cookie but if you're trying to better your health for longevity and quality of life and you're trying to follow the the words and the wisdom of people that are supposedly more educated than you and they start pumping out all these studies quote unquote showing that eating more sugar is healthier for your heart than avocado fat. That to me is f- more than dangerous. You know, cause not only is it dangerous, but it's, it's manipulative. It's, um, it, kind of strips away the idea that we can trust our superiors. Because if something's coming from a Harvard researcher, I would want to believe that it's the gold standard. But apparently it's not. And like I said, in this industry, you know, it goes... It's a, it's a, it goes in all directions, not just with fitness trainers. There's fitness trainers out there that will try to sell you a magical plan for all your problems. There's doctors out there that became a doctor, but maybe they're not passionate about it. So the information that they use is dated and has been long. Disproven, but since they don't really care about helping other people, they don't care to update their information and get better educated. And especially when it comes to nutrition, there's a lot of doctors. Just look at them. Do they look like they they handle their nutrition well? Do they look like they work out? You know, they might know a lot of things, but do they know what they're talking about when it comes to fitness, health, and longevity i use that word a lot because no one no one wants to live forever and we can't live forever maybe one day with all the crisper um advances we're having in technology and all of this maybe one day but right now it's not good you know we start getting older and it starts getting rougher and it's the cycle of life we we all have to go one day but before you go you want to have the ability to live with good quality for as long as you can and that's the goal when it comes to looking at fitness and nutrition and stuff like that so when we have people that are very very educated and in positions of power like I said before they start taking bribes lying uh, pumping out biased information. Uh, it can really strip away your trust in all things above you. But that's what podcasts like this is for. There's, And, you know, I'm not the only one. I don't want to make it sound like I'm a revolutionary in this because I'm not. I'm just doing what I like to do. I read this type of stuff because it's important to me. So why not bring it here for you? Because maybe you weren't looking at stuff like this. Maybe it wasn't on your radar. A lot of people don't pay attention to this stuff. You know, how could you? There's so much going on in the world. But this is, this is what I do. So uh, I'm going to look at it. And if it's something that I feel needs to be broadcasted to more people, I- I'm going to at least do my part and get it to the people that listen to me. So, number one, fats are definitely healthier than sugar not all fats there are plenty of bad fats out there that you do not want to be consuming but healthy fats are vital to the functioning of your body go back and listen to my macronutrient episodes and sugar is bad it's rough man um refined sugar for sure processed sugar like, that stuff will lead to diabetes, hypertension, heart diseases, chronic headaches, chronic fatigue, um, you know, greasy acne, you know, bad skin. Uh, it might slow down hair loss. Uh, might disrupt your sleep. And, you know, the list can just go on and on and on. So, stay away from it. Stay away. And... I don't know if that was one or two things, but the last thing, the conclusion, don't believe everything you see or read because sometimes it's a predator and they're trying to prey on your ignorance. And I don't mean that as in like anybody's stupid, but if you don't know, you don't know. And then there's some people above us that know that some people don't know and they'll try to take advantage of that. So be careful. Be careful. Don't become a victim to these, Mm. I do everything I can not to cuss on this podcast, but I want to call them what they really are, Uh, bad people, let's just leave it at that, That's bad people, if you're pushing information out there that could be hurting other people and is most likely hurting other people, you're a bad person, and that's that, everybody, holidays are here, stay focused, stay healthy, stay strong. Stay frosty.